0: radio through Kingdom apartment Incorporated follow Dancio on Facebook at Dancia Jones Morris or dancecierj.com you can also call your host and guests at area code 646-668-2413. thank you for joining Kingdom Authority and now here's your host Reverend Dancia Jones authority power kingdom Authority, power. Kingdom. Kingdom authority. Power. Mm-hmm. Territory. Kingdom. Kingdom. Authority. Power. good evening. How's it going out there? Welcome to Kingdom Authority. I am your host, Reverend Dancia Jones. Moore so good to be with you all on tonight. I know it's Christmas Eve, y'all. It's the night before we celebrate giving, 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 and showing love. So we want to talk about that tonight. I'm only going to be with you for a little bit. I know some people are out doing some last-minute shopping. Some people are cooking away. Some people are just, you know, engrossed into whatever they're engrossed in, spending time with family, and I understand that. But I have to be faithful in making sure that I stick to what I need to be doing, which is sharing the love of Jesus Christ and empowering you um, to take authority in your life and in your Mm -hmm. territory. It's so good to be on here tonight. Um, I just want to start off by praying. We are talking about the results of loving right, not just the results of living right, but loving right. Still talking about love. This is the season that we celebrate the love of Jesus, the love of God, and how he gave his only begotten son, his only one and only son, and gave it to us. And now we celebrate that through many different ways. And I'm just going to be praying on tonight that we will celebrate right. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you and we praise you. We thank you for being so good, kind, and wonderful. We thank you for being Adonai. We thank you for being the majesty. We thank you, O oh God, that you are our King. You are our Jehovah Jireh, our provider. You are Jehovah, the one true God and the living God. We thank you, Father, that you are our good, good Father, our daddy. You provide for us, Father. You are our shalom, our peace, Father. And you are Jehovah. That means you are to be. And so you are God, the I am. You are to be a provider for us. You are to be peace for us. You are to be healing for us. Hallelujah. You are to be our banner, have the banner over us. And so we thank you. Thank you for being Yahweh. Hallelujah. We thank you, oh, God, for being the ancient of days from the beginning until the end. You are everything, God. And we honor you. We bless you. We praise you on tonight. God, you are Love, and so we talk about love on tonight, Father, and just help us to love, help us to forgive, help us to be understanding, help us to be kind, help us, O God, to share, help us, O Lord, to give, help us to respect, help us to honor in the name of Jesus, and all these things, God, we lay down our life for you, because you've already laid down your life for us, and so we give it to you, it's in the name of Jesus I pray, amen, all right, we're talking about the results of loving right, the results of loving right. So last week we talked about several different things regarding love, what it is to share those different things, tune in, go to um, Blog Talk Radio, Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated, and you can see last week's episode or listen to last week's episode. You really want to see that. And you really want to hear that, rather, in order to catch up for this week. So we're talking about tonight the results of love. Let me read something by Mother Teresa. A jo- joyful heart is the normal result of a heart burning with love. She gives most who gives with she gives most who gives with joy. Let me say that again. A joyful heart is the normal result of a heart burning with love. She gives most who gives with joy. That's Mother Teresa. Who said that? Go ahead and go into the scriptures on tonight, starting to Philippians 2.2. Thank you all for joining in. It's such a privilege and and a blessing, especially on a Christmas Eve. I'm not going to be before you very long, so I just want to talk about the results of Loving Right. Here's the first thing. We're going to come out of Philippians two. The results of Loving Right, there are many different things, and I just want to touch on about seven different things on tonight, and we're going to go through these real briefly because it is Christmas Eve, and I want to spend it with my family as well as you're spending it with yours. So here we go. Um, on tonight, the first thing we're going to talk about, the joy in heart. Joy in heart. So the result, number one, is that you will have joy in your heart. And Mother Teresa talked about it. A joyful heart is the normal result of heart burning with love. You're going to have joy. You're going to exude joy, and you're going to demonstrate joy. You're just going to live in joy if you love right. All right, let's talk about Philippians two two. Philippians, the second chapter, second verse. I see you coming in. Thank you very much. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, New King James Version, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded. This is Paul talking to the, the church at Philippi. Having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Let each of you look not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. So the first thing is. Well, there's actually two things from this particular passage, um, this text, Philippians two. And the first thing is that you will have joy in heart. So what Paul is saying here, therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, all these things are contributed to having love for some someone. Fulfill by joy by being like-minded, having the same love. So love the results of love are unity, and the results of love are joy. There's two results, unity and joy. Like-mindedness really is the foundation, and love is the foundation of unification. If you don't have like-mindedness, if you're not like-minded, if you're not demonstrate that you are have love, if you're not on one accord and of the same mind, it is difficult to be in um, unified it is a challenge to be unified and so the result of loving right is that you will become like-minded and have the same love for each other the same love the same path the same um um the same i don't know what that is the same plateau or whatever it is i'm not sure that is the same level let's say it that way the same level of love creates unity. And it's so important to get each other to, if you're in a, in a relationship, I'm talking about Christian relationships right now. If you're in a relationship with another Christian, we have to, in the same body, in the same congregation, we have to be of the same love. And Christ teaches us how to love. The Bible says in Philippians 2-3, let nothing be done through selfish ambition. When you have a person or people becoming selfish, and it's for gain, and it's for their own conceit or with conceit, and some people don't even know that, um, then you're not unified. Here's the other thing. In lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. If you can't think of the next person better than yourself, you're not Unified and so the Bible teaches us how to unify ourselves. We're wondering why we're having so many ups and downs in our congregations. we are not unified and so that doesn't mean kick people out doesn't mean get rid of them, doesn't mean dispose of them. It means love, show love, teach and demonstrate what true love is so that you can come into the same mind. All right, so the first two results of loving right, joy and unification and unity. There will be joy in heart when you are in unity. You can't help it. Here's the other thing, respecting others. As a result of that, if you have a loving right, you will begin to respect the other person and their feelings and their desires and their goals and what they do. And guess what? There will be less backbiting women of God. And this happens a lot with us. Less backbiting and no gossiping One thing i'm 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 really um, working on is not to be a gossiper meaning that not to not to talk about when people are telling me things all the time that's that's something that we have to work on the body of Christ and the lord is really dealing with me with that, with that and making sure to keep things in confidence now there's certain things that you just get you just do because you just do it. Um, you keep things in confidence. It is so important. Even the smallest things. I'm not talking about big. Talking about telling on someone, writing a song. I'm talking about even the smallest things. Keeping confidence. Making sure not to gossip about your brother and your sister. What does that look like? If if um. If you say you love your brother and your sister, you, 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 you won't want to put things out about them because love covers a multitude of what sins fault. And so it's so critical for us to make sure we respect one another. The fourth result of loving right is that you will build up and encourage and it creates lasting relationships. Hear me again. Lasting relationships are created because you are building up the person and you are encouraging the person. And so if you're not building up and you're not encouraging people, then you cannot you cannot have a lasting relationship. I say again, if you cannot have a lasting relationship if you're not building up and encouraging people. Let's go to Deuteronomy 778. Deuteronomy seven seven eight. 8, the Lord did not set his love on you nor choose you because you were more in number than any other people, for you were the least of all peoples. But because the Lord loved you and because he would keep the oath which he swore to your fathers, the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of bondage, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Oh, my goodness. Listen to this. The Lord did not set his love on you, nor choose you because you were more in number, than for you were the least of all people. The Lord, the result of, the listen, God loves us so much. Now, you may think you're nothing, but God thinks you are everything, and he thinks more of us than he thinks of some of these people that feel like they're the best thing that ever happened to this earth. He said, because the Lord loves you and because he would keep the oath which he swore to your fathers, talking about the children of Israel, the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of bondage. What this causes is what the Lord will do as a result of his promise. It creates a lasting relationship because he'll do the things to help build you up and to encourage you because of his love. He will keep his oath. When someone keeps their oath in relationship, it builds trust. As a result, people begin to trust one another. They trust the God in them, and they trust the fact that they're going to do what they said they were going to do. Isn't that wonderful? And then, let's see here, and redeemed you from the house of bondage. Lasting relationship. You cannot be stop being devoted to someone that redeems you or gives you a um, uh, brings you out of captivity. I don't know how you do it. If someone rescue you, rescues you, you are going to feel a a a um what's the word? Like you owe something to them. The Bible says in Deuteronomy seven seven eight. But but because the Lord loves you and because he would keep the oath which he swore to your fathers, the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of bondage from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Once again, build lasting relationships. There is no way when someone saves you or rescues you, saves your life, that you are not going to feel indebted to that person for the rest of your life. Why? Because you feel like you owe them something. And so as the Lord delivers you, I hear you, God, as the Lord delivers you or brings you out of something, you owe God your life for the rest of your life, lasting relationship. He brought you out. That encourages you. He, he swore to you an oath, and he does not break that promise. Guess what? That will build you up, causes you to trust God, and it builds lasting relationships. This is a model that we have to follow. Mm, I like that. That's the model we have to follow. follow When we are loving the people of God, and I want to tell you um, this right now, loving the people of God may not be always feel good all the time, but it requires us to love the people of God the way God has so loved us. People are looking for someone to love them, and as a result, lasting relationships will happen. So you wonder why so many relationships die? Maybe because we're not showing the, the proper love, according to what God says. The fifth one, but we had um, two, two um, which is joy in heart, unity, respecting others, building up and encouraging, which creates lasting relationships. And then the fifth one, sanctification and cleansing is one of the results of loving right. I say again, sanctification and cleansing are one of the results of loving right. I'll show you why. Ephesians 5, 25 through 33. Please turn to that. Ephesians 5, 25 through 33. Sanctification and cleansing. Listen to this. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. I want you to understand, loving in this tense is about Laying down your life, but showing this is a marriage, this is a marriage piece, but showing her the word, the word is what washes, but because you lay down your life and you give your life to Jesus Christ, you will then show your love through the word of God and laying down your life. And this is the same thing that John 3:16 says, Let me read the rest of that, and it then sanctifies. her her, that he might present her to himself a glorious church. What happens to the church when they're sanctified? This is like an example of Christ in the church. When 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 the when Jesus Christ gave the word out, which was written before, when he gave the word out, it began to cleanse, it began to save and renew and restore. And once that happened, the church then came back and what did they do? They glorified God they glorified God. This is the example you should get from this scripture, this patch this passage, as the church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, as a result of the husband, which is the bridegroom, Jesus Christ, loving the church. This is the example that marriages are to um, the example that marriages are to play, as a result of. Jesus Christ and the church. Here's this having not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Wow, love is so powerful. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. Here is here's Jesus Christ teaching. I love I love myself so much i love god i love myself this is jesus who's god in the flesh i love myself and so what i do is do the right things and jesus ate right and he walked and stayed healthy and he did the things that were needed and he um makes sure to take care of his temple in the in the natural in order to demonstrate to demonstrate his love for himself and then to others the the church and so we should do the same thing. Isn't that so powerful? We should do the same thing. Show others how we treat our bodies. And so those of us who are running around, this is what the Lord dealt with me um, um, this summer, is dealt with me on how I take care of my body and what am I putting in it and how I'm doing things. This actually started back in December of last year, 2016. What are we doing with our bodies? That is showing that we appreciate what God has given us, and as a result, if we're not taking care of ourselves, uh, you know, and my husband and I were talking about this, we were saying um, about certain people and I don't want to give too much away, but listen, what I was what I was thinking about is what happened to the person that that there's certain body parts. That, that are no longer there, What what is that that made that happen? What did they do or what came upon them? And so we have to think about this. What we have, what God has given us, we have to take care of. We have to be great stewards over our body, over our finances, over our um, not just our health but also our wealth. We have to be good stewards over the families that God gives us. We have to be good stewards over the jobs the career that he gives us over our homes, you know, our houses. We have to be great stewards. And so this is what the Bible is teaching us. He says in verse um, 30 of Ephesians 5, for we are members of his body. Listen to this, unification, sanctified and cleansing. We are members of his body, of his flesh and of his bones. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery. I speak concerning Christ in the church. Paul talking. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. What did I just talked about? Respect. We have got to, women of God, submit to our husbands, and respect them. That is a life lesson. And so we have to do what is needed. And it doesn't say only do it when he's treating you right. It says to submit and to respect. And when that happens, I guarantee things will begin to change. And it first will start in you, and then as a result, you're showing the love and which changes the man, or the the man loving the wife changes the wife, and who wouldn't? That that's a that's a cyclical process. If you continue that process, you can't help but exemplify Christ in the church. That's so powerful to me. That's number five. Let's move on. Number six: abundant blessings. Here we go. Um, abundant blessings happen to Hannah. He would give a double portion, for he loved. Hannah, although the Lord had closed her wound, I want you to understand when God loves you, he, as a result, will give you abundant blessings. Now, that doesn't mean you cannot, that you can just be a, um, um, lack stewardship in your finances. That's not, the, that's not how God is showing you to rule over and to steward over your stuff. He requires us to be great stewards, but he will still give you a double portion. The double portion, which is the abundance, comes from the fact that he loves us and for no other reason. How you get more and maintain that, what what he has given you, is by how you steward that. And if you don't steward that according to what God has given us and you invest it and you plant it, and you water it, and you sow in the right ground, and then you begin to flourish. (laughs) If he gives you the double, guess what? He will give you the mindset and the will and the tenacity in order to triple and quadruple it. And we wonder why so many people in the world have more. They've learned how to be a great steward. It's a principle. It's a kingdom principle. And when you tap happened to the kingdom principle, that kingdom principle will produce kingdom authority in that area of your life. I'm telling you what I know. I'm not telling you what I've heard. The Lord is showing some mighty things in this area. Okay, abundant blessings. And the example was when he gave Hannah double portion because her womb was closed. As a result, later on, what happened? When he gave her the portion, she still praised God, still went to God. And guess what Hannah then Came became um, felt the mother. She had a baby later on. All right. Abundant blessings come as a result of you loving right. Abundant blessings come as a result of you loving right. God loved Hannah so much and gave her double. I'm telling you, Thanks of God. If you want authority, kingdom authority in your territory, you're going to need abundant blessings. So I pray that you learn to love. There's something that God just revealed to me with shepherds. Shepherds kept watch overnight. Let me tell you about something. I don't understand why a shepherd would be there at night. It's nighttime. Shouldn't the sheep be sleeping? But he kept he kept watch overnight. What's so powerful about that is You pastors, shepherds, if you're going to be a pastor, if you're going to shepherd, if you're going to be a bishop, it is critical that you watch over day and night. What does that mean? Being available as much as possible. There's times for sabbaticals. I'm not saying that. But there are times, and there's time to renew and refresh, but there are most For the most part, you're watching over the sheep day and night, and that's what the good, good shepherd does. He watches over us day and night. Um, I'm almost done. Let me just finish this piece. So people of God, realize that your pastor is not just thinking about you in the day, but they also are thinking about you in the night those who desire to be a pastor, you feel like God has called you to pastor, it is not a morning thing. It is not a just when you feel good thing. It is not when you're on your just your highs. It's lows and being able to navigate through those lows and still honor what God has and be responsible to stay in the race and keep the faith, if you are struggling with that, you need to go back and ask God, is it the time for me to do such a thing? And, Lord, can you prepare me so that I'm ready day and night shepherding? It requires us through do the good and the bad not to say you don't take some rest. I'm saying when the, the Bible says watch at night, they, shepherds watch the sheep at night. David was so powerful. Oh, my God, I hear you. David was so powerful because he cared and tended for his sheep that he would fight off bears and lions and kill them to protect the sheep. Now, you can't do that with little or no strength. And so it's so important that we go down on our knees. When you can't stand, kneel. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. When you can't stand. In the battle, baby, get on your knees. I guarantee you God will give you strength that you didn't even think you had. So man of God, woman of God, real life, it requires day and night, and it's not your strength, but it's the strength of the Lord. All right, abundant blessings. God revealed that to me, and I had to just say that. There's more to that. The seventh and last thing, the result of loving right. First of all, joy and heart. You have unity. You respect others. You build up and encourage others. Um, people are sanctified. Your wife is sanctified. The church is sanctified, um, sanctified and cleansed as a result of your love. And guess what? There's abundant blessings. Finally, there's a, you give a special gift. When you loving right, the results are that you begin to give a special gift. So it's not just receiving. It's also what you're doing, the action of that. And so let's go to Genesis 37, 3 to 4, because we always talk about John three sixteen. Listen to this. Genesis, Genesis 37, 3 to 4. That's so hard to say. Genesis, the 37th chapter, the third to the fourth verse. Now Jacob dwelt in the land where his father was a stranger. Why he did that, I don't know, but he dwelt there um, in the land of Canaan. I do know that, but we're not talking about that right now. Now, Jacob dwelt in the land where his father was a stranger, in the land of Canaan. This is the history of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brothers, once again tending. And the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and the sons of Zilpah, his his father's wives. And Joseph brought a bad report of them to his father. Now Israel, Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. Because he was the son of his old age, he made him a tunic of many colors. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. I want to talk two different things real briefly here. I hope I can get done in the next two minutes. I am going to get done very quickly. So the biggest thing is special gifts. When you love someone, you will pick a special gift for them. It is not just an ordinary go-pick-up-something-real-quick-from-Walgreens type of thing. This is a special gift because you thought it through. When you really love someone, you'll do the things that are needed. Many people sit down and they'll make something for that person. And so it's so special. Kids go to school and they make something because it's special, because they love their mother, they love their father, and the teachers are teaching them how to show love and not just go and buy love it is not about that it's how to show love and so joseph showed his love for his child joseph um through a a a, a, a cloak it's a coat of many colors and guess what what happens what people will see at times when you show that special love some people will get envious they'll get envious and want to break up your relationships you have to understand <laughs> oh god i hear you you have to understand how to protect what God has sanctified, the love of Jesus in a certain relationship. And so know that you may have to pray over certain things. Okay, let's move on because that's a whole other thing that the Lord showed me. Isaiah 9, 6-7, for unto us a child is born, special gift we're talking about, unto us a son is given, the result of loving right. God so loved the world that he gave But Isaiah 9, 6-7, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called. Not his name, his name is Jesus, but it means that it exemplifies Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Did you hear me? Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. I can't go into this like I want to. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. There will be an increase of his government and peace and be no end to it. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And Jesus flows down in the kingdom of David. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? And because we are attached to Jesus, there will be an increase in his government and peace, and there will be no end to it. But there were, to order it and establish it, there is judgment and justice. In. I can't get into that like I want to. Hear me, people of God. Special gifts happen we love right those are the results i pray that you receive something on tonight i wanted to make this very quick and short for you because i know a lot of people are doing things at christmas eve some people are getting on some people are getting off and on that's no problem some people are uh, tapping later that thank you for your text and messages to me i praise god but the results of loving right Please grab a hold of what God is doing in our lives. Father, we thank you, we bless you, and we praise you. And we seal this day as we celebrate the great gift of Jesus Christ to this world. This may not be the actual birthday, but it's a time we celebrate. So help us focus on the real reason for this season, God. And that not is just not this season, God, but it's for all eternity. And we thank you and bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for joining Kingdom Authority on tonight. Join me next week um, on Kingdom Authority, Blog Talk Radio, Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated, or you can dial in at 646 6 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also hit me up on Facebook, Dancia Jones-Morris, and I look forward to hearing from you next week. God bless you.